I'm, uh, coming. Tomorrow. But since it's a red eye, I'll be in London the day after that. You're just flying to London? That's what planes are for. You... You can't follow me to England. Ash, come on! Look, why... Why are you here doing this? Are you off your meds? No, I'm not off my meds. I'm here because I love you and I have plans. Yeah, so did I, Craig. And you said you were okay with them. You said it repeatedly. So what is this? This is me trying to figure out how we're going to spend the summer together. You think I'm having an episode? I don't know what to think. Look, I need space. I need to get away. Oh, okay. From you. Look, Craig, I love you. But ever since my dad's wedding, it's just been me worrying, me watching for signs, watching what I say. Why won't you just believe me? I'm better now. I'm okay. I am. Email me, okay? I'll see you in September. <laughs> Welcome to All About Degrassi, the show where every week we go Canadian, eh? Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah. And it's not a, it's not a brain teaser. Uh, no, I'm not making you uh, solve a riddle. I like that. I the like riddles that. three. For the finale, we're, we're relaxing. We're not playing mind games with each other. Listen, this episode took a lot out of me. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? You, did you love it? No. You didn't like it? No. Okay. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a, what a shocking I turn did. of events. Um, I'm Evan Goodrich. I'm Nick Sahoya. And uh, we are discussing the season four finale today. Finale! That's what Oprah would say. <laughs> that is what she would say. She would wave her arms mm-hmm. around, too. Yep. <laughs> um, it's been a long time coming, this this episode. I know. This is a big, momentous one. I feel like we kind of are reaching the end of uh, a Degrassi era a little bit. Like, we're turning a page here, mm-hmm. generationally. Yeah, we're turning a page, Michael Chuck. Ooh, <laughs> great job, Evan. Uh, no, not really, but I'm glad you... And you had that written down on your hand. <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting. <laughs> I'm glad you prepared that. Um, yeah, and it, I, I I thought it was pretty momentous. I, mm. I am all in on the Kevin Smith of it all. Hmm. And I actually thought the adult storyline was pretty good at first, and then it really dropped off hard. So there's parts of it I definitely didn't like. Let's get into it. Let's just dive on in, shall we? I I think we shall. Well, so we are talking about, of course, the season four finale, episodes 21 and 22, a two-parter. And it is titled, Going Down the Road, named after the song by Roy Wood. Although, uh, so have you? Do you know this song? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know this. I mean, I listened to it listened before. To it yeah, but I don't know this person. Um, there's also some debate. This also might be named after a movie called "Going Down the Road." They're not allowed to name it after movies. Well, this song is also <laughs> a '70s song, not an '80s song. They're breaking all the rules. They, they really are. I don't like it. I don't either. Stick to the formula. Yeah, I don't approve of that at all. Like, why couldn't they have named it? You know. Okay. Do you think Roy Wood is Roy Wood Jr.'s dad? No. Okay. Well, I don't know who that is, so maybe. He's on The Daily Show, right? Isn't that his name? He was was like, he was the best part of The Daily Show right when I stopped watching The Daily Show. Wait, which one is Roy Wood on The Daily Show? He just, he's black, he kind of looks like a dad. He has a little mustache. 
Oh, no, I don't know him. He's funny. But I don't think he's probably... No, I do know. No, okay, okay. Do you think he's related to this the singer? <laughs> I think for the singer is white, okay. so I think. Maybe he's adopted. <laughs> um, but I, you know, who knows? So yeah, this song by Roy Wood Jr.'s adopted father. <laughs> okay. All right. We we make a point on the show to do uh, the bare minimum of research. Yeah, you did a, just type that up in shows. real time. That's true. I you did, did some hacking. That. That's true. Um, half-ass internet research, you know, it goes a long way. We open on this episode with, would you say the most famous person who's ever been on Degrassi? There's a, we get a very fun cameo right off the bat. Kiki Palmer? I was, <laughs> I knew you were going to say Kiki Palmer. <laughs> no, I think yeah. she's in contention. Uh, now she is, yes. But yeah. this is at the time of recording, I think this is, or like at the time of that this was filmed, I think Certainly. this is the most famous person they've had. I remember it was shocking, because like, it's not like Alanis Morissette has like a super recognizable face. Oh my god, you spoiled face. it. I was going to oh. do the whole thing. Why was it a secret? I was going to do a whole thing. It's literally the first frame of the episode. Right, I was, was going to do a whole it. thing of like introducing the scenes, like setting the scene, and then, and then you know, then that's the payoff is like, and it's Alana Morissette. Oh. Alanis Morissette. Not Alana. Her name is not Alana. Wow, you blew it. She <laughs> really did. Well, you blew it first, so... Well... Whatever. Maybe it doesn't matter that I blew it because you were going to blow it anyway. Okay, so Kevin <laughs> so Kevin Smith has commenced shooting his upcoming film yes. titled Jay and Silent Bob Go Canadian A, mm-hmm. um, as has been, you know, set up in the previous episode. Yes, that was established. He saw the drama at the prom and he was like, oh, he was like, yeah, this is this This is is the place. This is fun and wacky. And then he acts surprised by what goes on in this episode. And I'm like, well, I don't know what you expected, sir. (laughs) Um, So and uh, he is shooting it at Degrassi and he is using Degrassi students as actors. He is using Degrassi alums as crew. <laughs> He's just pulling from the community, which is honestly admirable. You know what I thought? So first, I don't. I guess I'll I'll just jump ahead and say this because it's a it's a one off scene later. I get that maybe a director would like want some authenticity and would cast some teens from the school to be in the movie. I actually I believe that. Sure. What I don't buy is later on we see that JT is working on the production team. <laughs> He's like the assistant director, I believe. Is He's the like title. the assistant to the assistant okay. director. <laughs> but still, it was it was wild. I was like, there's got to be union rules against this. You're trusting a teenager with your multi-million dollar movie? Multi-million dollar? I actually have a lot of questions about the funding of this movie. What is the budget of this? I have a lot of... I have so many questions that I'm like, I don't even know if it's productive to ask the questions. Okay, no, here's my theory. And I actually was thinking about this as I was watching the episode. I think that Kevin Smith was sitting around smoking weed with his friends. And he's like, oh, we've, it, we're always shooting movies in Toronto. Like, why don't we just set a movie in Toronto? And like, we can make a whole joke about it being in Toronto. And then he's like, oh yeah, we could put Jay and Silent Bob there. And then I'm curious, to me... This does not seem like it's going to theaters. I feel like he got like a deal with like Comedy Central or maybe even like Showtime, like a, a cable network. And they were like, do a TV movie of Jay and Silent Bob going Canadian. It doesn't feel like a full production. So this is your in-universe mm-hmm. explanation I just for why gave this you the movie whole backstory. exists. That's my headcanon for oh, this movie okay. and how, how it came to be. Uh-huh. Yes. I, I buy that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, okay, so there's, this is the, this is how the episode opens, is with a scene they're shooting from the film, and right off the bat, we are assaulted with this, like, barrage of Canadianisms. 
There's so much. Just, the prop work in this episode is hilarious, I have to say. Uh, well, it's like, I mean, it's just like a series of most Canadian moments just just uh, assaulting us. Well, you said it. We have to play the bumper. Canada. All these uh these Canadianisms are delivered by none other than Alanis Morissette. Yeah, that, that was the moment. Um, anyway, I uh do you have I have the line written down. That's my that impression. Says, of her. <laughs> oh, I, I. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have the first line written down because I thought it was uh, the most iconic part. Okay, so I think the sketch is Alanis Morissette is voting in like Congress, and they say vote I or nay, and she goes I. <laughs> Is that a thing? No, I just made it up. Oh, that's good. Thank you. That's good. <laughs> uh, t- I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Uh, so the episode, the, her line that she opens with is, first, there was the episode with Mr. Walfish's toque in the eaves trough. Eaves trough. Yeah. What, what does any of that mean? Uh, so a toque is a hat. I did know that. Okay. And uh, this is what I learned. An eaves trough is a gutter. Like Weird. A, like on a house. Oh, weird. They call it an eaves trough. Yes. Eaves wow. trough. Mm-hmm. That's a very Canadian moment. I'm glad we played that part. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, and we mustn't forget the visiting lieutenant you deked out and accosted on the tarmac. Now, is lieutenant... I've always been curious about lieutenant. Is it just lieutenant? And it's, it's just... Lieutenant. Which I did not know this until today. That, you, that That's just lieutenant. Yeah. I always kind of thought it was, like, not as good. <laughs> like, you were, you're, on the, you're on the left, you know? <laughs> You're the lieutenant. You're not the lieutenant. I don't know what the etymology is there, but um, I mean, this is like a is this like an uh a English like British English yeah. thing that has been just passed down to Canada. Apparently. Okay, that's interesting. And then geek out. Deek is a, a hockey term. <laughs> oh, like to geek out? No, deek. I know, but like, is that no, it's the like same a, usage? No, it's like a feint <laughs> in hockey. Oh, a feint, like yeah. a little trick. Yeah, I don't. I don't like really a, know what a feint is. It's, well, it's like it's like when you like are going to do something, then you stop. Okay, so yeah, little trick. Yeah, well, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a tactic. Just in, call it a little trick, it's a, Evan. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little hockey trick. Thank you. <laughs> um. So yeah, this scene is fun. I liked it. Yeah. It's all downhill from here, so no, it's we start great. strong. It was a great episode. I loved it. <laughs> uh, Jay calls her a hoser. Hoser's good. I, I like hearing people c- called hosers. Yeah, in the spirit of the Great White North, uh, you know. Uh, so wait, is a ho- is a hoser? That's what they call people not from Canada or people who. That's are what they Canada. call Canadians. Okay. Yeah. So Canadians it's like a hosers. it's like a Hoosier or like a. It, uh, well, no, because oh. I know, but it's like a it's like a, it's like a nickname for. Well, but I think it's not folk. like it's not like an endonym though, because I don't think they call themselves hosers. I think it's more like. Other people call Canadians hosers, as an as a slur. <laughs> well, like it's just as like like calling like a British person limey. Okay, like sure. uh, yeah, Is that it's a slur. <laughs> like yeah, sure, and then it's like okay, it's a slur against the British. It's a slur like, against colonialist white people. Yeah, I guess we're okay with you that. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, and then uh, Jason Muse hits on Ashley. That's oh my god, I mm. this was the thing that was really upsetting to me. I don't know how they thought this was okay. He hits on every teenage girl in the entire cast and it's in fact i think it's the only joke they do with him yeah which I, again it's like obviously it's like when it's him being in character it's like well oh sure sure okay like 
not great, but it's in character. But then he's like doing it out of character, which I mean, he's still in character because obviously this is a show. Yes. <laughs> that is being filmed. There's levels here. But um, yeah, just to kind of like it got it got very I mean, it was already old the first time and then yeah. it just proceeded to get older. It's also annoying because it's like I actually did think it was funny when he hit on the adult woman later. He hit on her in a funny way where he was like being gross and she was like, "Ugh, no." Like oh, that's uh, funny to oh, me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just have him hit on the adults, like that works. Yeah, he hits on uh Alanis Morissette and he's successful. <laughs> well, I think Alanis Morissette is like teasing him because she's like, "Let's go make out in your trailer or whatever." But I, she's joking. Come I on. couldn't tell if she was joking or not. If they're like in universe, yeah, Alanis maybe. Morissette and Jason Mewes are just getting it on. Okay, actually, in universe, maybe they're fucking. I I like, this. I like that. I prefer that interpretation. Okay, cool. So I think they are fully fucking in the trailer. Do we have to explain like what Jay and Silent Bob is? Do we have like really young listeners? Do. You- I think you're the only one who can explain because you've you've watched the, the films of Kevin Smith. I've never seen Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, but I've seen Clerks, Clerks Two, um, Chasing Amy, and Mallrats, and Jay and Silent Bob are in all of those. Yeah, so you've seen enough. I, I I've seen most of their oeuvre. Mm-hmm. I haven't so, I haven't ex- seen Clerks Three, and I heard it was a return to form. Maybe I should check it out and get back to you. Can you can you explain to the the viewers at home or the listeners at home? What? They are they're just like sort of a Cheech and Chong sort of situation, like of the '90s, where it's like a comedy duo and they pop up in these different movies. And much like Cheech and Chong, Jay and Silent Bob just would pop up in other things. I think the weirdest and most egregious was Jay and Silent Bob had that cameo in Scream Three. Do you remember this? Oh, vaguely. They they talk to Gail Weathers on set, and it makes no sense because they're like, Jay and Silent Bob are t- like taking a tour of a Hollywood set. Like, th- it's not Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. It's Jay and Silent Bob exist in the Scream universe. <laughs> is that not insane? <laughs> I forgot about that. Scream 3 is so dumb and bad. <laughs> I, I still I still have a soft spot for it, though. Oh, it's still better than most horror movies. It's still better than, yeah, like, like <laughs> honestly, most movies. Yeah, really. I agree. <laughs> the worst Scream movie is better than everything that's ever won an Oscar. <laughs> well. I said it. All right. Uh, we don't have to go crazy here. Um, Ashley's leaving for England. As also previously established. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Craig is still feeling some sort of way about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we then see Caitlin interviewing Kevin Smith about the movie. And he shamelessly flirts with her throughout the entire interview, <laughs> including showing her his box set of her show, Ryan's Planet, which he just keeps on hand for some reason. Yeah. Um cute i guess but a little weird and also there's like an alternate reading of this where he like just like googled caitlin ryan and like everything about her and like he's (laughs) he's like trying to manipulate her (laughs) i mean it's it's just i mean it's like it's kevin smith so he's like very disarming about the whole thing yeah it's just like why do you have if it was anyone else it would be very why do you have ryan the ryan's planet box set dvd like in your director's chair (laughs) like and he's i bring it to set every day yeah well he's Oh my god! <laughs> Fap into it. Um, um, wow. <laughs> um, I mean, what what other explanation is there? I don't think he's fapping in his director's chair. Mm. <laughs> I mean, look. I will say the. the I'm, on, saying he's, I'm saying the he's fapping set... <laughs> to the box set. Okay, sure. In his trailer, maybe. I think the onset, you know, behavior for this film is really, you know, they needed an HR 
rep really bad. They needed a an intimacy coordinator. Yeah. They needed probably just like honestly a police officer to arrest they, Jason they needed, Mewes. <laughs> they needed a PA to keep these adults and non-actors like wandering into the Well, into that's the, the problem is JT's the PA and he's a literal child. <laughs> he should not be in charge of things. They don't even put a sense. scene, but they, they don't even put a scene of JT like going in to be like, whoa, get off the you're in the shot. Ugh. Just speaking of it metatextually, it is funny just how many characters are involved in the production of this Kevin Smith movie. I mean, like even down to Spinner and Jay, like doing the catering. Oh yeah, we well, you, you just keep spoiling. All these I'm reveals. speaking in broad strokes. <laughs> no, these are specifics. <laughs> um, so okay, Ashley and Craig are at the craft services table, um, and they see Liberty just helping herself to a heaping plate of pickles. That was vile. <laughs> it was pretty gross. It was so weird. And also, like, why were there so many pickles? And they were, like, sliced weird. They were long. Did you see? Hmm. Well, pickle spears, but they were, like... But they weren't... They, they weren't, weren't... Aren't spears, like, more, like, Yeah, they were, like, wider. They were, know? like, slices, yeah. but, like, long ways. Pickle halves. <laughs> yeah, um, they were weird. It was pretty gross. Um... I just don't know why you put that scene in. Like, what do you want me to hate Liberty? That's why you put the scene in? They're just like, Liberty's a fucking weirdo. She loves her pickles. Agratis. What, <laughs> what do you think Liberty is doing on this movie? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, if JT is working, um, you know, behind the cameras, I, I assume Liberty would be as well. And maybe she's, she's just like another PA. She might be another PA. She might be like costuming assistant she might be i don't know she, she's around she's doing stuff <laughs> i don't know knowing the way this production is handled she's probably like script supervisor <laughs> <They're> just, <laughs> she, yeah, she's, she. she's the first ad actually <laughs> yeah, she, that's who uh, jt is answering <laughs> yeah oh god um uh and then we see uh so craig sees spinner and jay who are working as like the catering since the dot is catering i'm so sorry i spoiled it i'm yeah. so sorry i spoiled well, up to this well importantly they couldn't get lynch lady sheila so sad why she's not here well i guess it's summer break it's the she doesn't work at the dot well, that's true. But it's summer break, so I think she's just gone. I had another question about this. What do you think the scheduling of this shoot is? Because Spinner, at the beginning of this scene, says he's working here until summer school starts. So this whole movie is taking place between regular school ending and summer school starting. How long do you think that is? A couple weeks? A month? Is summer school at the end of a summer? Few, a few weeks, I would say. Okay. That's interesting. I, I was think, just curious about that. I think summer school usually starts, like, midsummer. But Midsummer. <laughs> yeah, it starts. It starts at the uh, drug festival. Not, not Midsummer. <laughs> um, so Craig makes a scene. Do so you think that's where lunch Lady Sheila went? All right. Um, so Craig, you're like, I'm gonna make this episode. I had so few notes for this episode, and you're like, but we're gonna stretch it out. We're gonna I, pad this. I don't shit. want the season to end, Evan. I, I, I after be, this episode, I do. <laughs> I want to be here with you forever. Oh, that's touching. Yeah. So Craig. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so, uh, upon seeing Jay and Spinner there, Craig makes a scene since he does. like he, like everyone else, is still not over their involvement with you know, and Jimmy's getting shot. Yeah, and I think this is actually a good. It's an effective scene because it's like this would maybe send him off the rails a little bit, you know? Yeah, and uh, Ashley's immediate response to this is, "Did you take your pills to yeah. Craig?" Which seems a bit insensitive. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, you're stigmatizing him so hard right now. She does, the, she pulls that line a lot, too. She's just like, anytime he does anything, she's like, did you take your pills? Everyone's doing that to Craig in this whole episode. 
That's the whole thing. It's pretty unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we then see another scene from the film where Jay is once again hitting on a minor. Uh, this time a cheerleader played by our very own Manuela Santos. Oh, yeah. I forgot Manny's in the movie. Um, this is a good character for her. I would like to see her in the movie. I also think Manny realistically i think she's most likely of any of these students to like have an acting career the character and, and of she, manny and she did and go she on did. did she go in on well i guess i'm spoiling we talk about things from the future <laughs> seasons sometimes it's all that's right. true whatever all of our look evan you forget all of our listeners are very very stoned or blackout drunk <laughs> they're not going to remember any of this yeah it's true yeah so, uh, we also see Ellie in this scene. Yes. Wearing a wig. Yeah, a great wig. A very expensive wig. <laughs> you think so? Yep. <laughs> it's uh, like kind of a Morticia Adams, like kind of a... As she describes it, like 1988 goth yes. wig. Because apparently she's not goth enough. It's the... funny, I guess they cast her because she was just the local goth girl. But does Ellie want to be in this movie it seems like she has the biggest part out of any of the kids in the school well i guess manny has um manny has a pretty big part yeah because as apollonia what's her name apollonia is that like the name of like one of the canadian states or something no <laughs> do you what does it mean uh well i mean there's apollo and there's apollonia which is like the female version of apollo what <laughs> yeah all right i believe you i just I don't know what it is. Uh, Apollonia. Okay. Um, so. It's not the name of a Canadian thing? Like, why no, is she called that? No, I don't think, no. Like, like, no, that is not one of the uh, territories. Okay. I'm going to look it um, <laughs> So, Jason Mewes makes a move on Ellie as well. Oh, my um, God. In, in the movie and... In, no, not in the movie, importantly. In, outside exactly, of... Exactly. But also in the movie. <laughs> no, not in the movie. I don't think. He makes a move on Manny in the yes, movie. You're correct. You're correct. Uh, he has more of a friendly relationship with Ellie's goth character. Right, because she's not fuckable because she's a goth. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> um, but at least Kevin Smith calls him out on it this time. So, But it's so fu- it's funny that he's calling him out for it. But also, and I'm glad they put that scene in. Like, we needed that to happen at least once. <laughs> but it's like, you're also writing it into the movie like a lot <laughs> so it's like it's you're kind of encouraging it tacitly i don't know it was weird <laughs> it's it's a lot it's a lot of the same joke so uh craig is still hanging out uh around the set <laughs> moping over ashley he's just like hanging out on set being like mm. and it's <laughs> like craig go home why are you here <laughs> It's like, it's like, I don't know. It's like he's contributing a song to the movie. Like, why do you have to be on set constantly? Yeah. Uh, and then Kevin Smith is like, why don't you just follow her to England? Yeah, Kevin Smith, not the best advice. Yeah, I'm sure that won't backfire. <laughs> oh, at all. Um, and then Caitlin, uh, who finds out about Craig's plan, she's like, yeah, I agree. You should go to England. And you know, everyone should take relationship advice from Caitlin Ryan. Yeah. yeah. That's always a good idea. Yeah, Kevin Smith and Caitlin Ryan, the arbiters of good decision making. <laughs> they won't lead you astray. Yeah. Uh, so we then see Caitlin in the editing suite for her interview with Kevin Smith, where she's having creative differences with her gay boss, Tomas. Tomas. Uh, he's, still, he's still a handsome man. He sure is. He's I, a, I like him. He's a he sucks in this episode though. He's, he sucks. I also think it's funny. He has he's never actually like kind of read as gay, but in these two scenes, he's really like queening it up. 
I think he was like, they're writing me off. I'm going to, I'm going to be as gay as I can. Yeah, he's like, where's Benifer? <laughs> when he said, where's Benifer? I was shocked. <laughs> I, I guess it, it makes sense because he's friends with Ben Affleck. Like I get that now, but that's just, it's such a random. Point. Well, and it's such a 2004. Although now it's full circle. Oh We've come God. full circle. Um, what a bleak future we live in that Benifer has returned. What, do you not like Benifer? No. Why? I don't care for Ben Affleck. Why? I don't like him. Why? I think he's forced upon me. In what way? Just think he's in too much stuff. Like what? Batman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and? Um. No one liked those movies, so. Uh, he did this uh, movie with Robert Rodriguez that was kind of funny. They did it on How Did This Get Made. It's like Bad Inception. That okay. I actually like. You're like, this is too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. And everyone was like, you got to go see him in that movie where he's like a knight. And I'm like, I don't like olden timey stuff. You know me. Mm -hmm. He was just, I feel like he had like a big PR push a couple years ago. Mm. There was like a rebrand after the rehab or whatever. And I I just, I I had a negative reaction to being told I'm supposed to like Ben Affleck. Mm. I didn't have to be told. I just like Ben Affleck. You do? Yeah. What's your favorite Ben Affleck performance? I mean, I don't necessarily think like think he's like an incredible like, i think this he's like a, a solid trap. actor this isn't a trap i just asked what's your favorite ben affleck <laughs> performance uh let's see jeez um i don't know i mean he's fine in argo he's like does what he needs to do in argo yeah where he plays that mexican guy <laughs> what yep whitewashed it what his character's name is garcia it was a mexican man oh okay yeah um <laughs> good movie yeah it's a pretty um, good movie I-, I like argo so, okay, so Kevin Smith, uh, no, Caitlin and her boss, her gay boss, they're fighting over, <laughs> God, we've, He's such a gay we've boss. been led astray. Um, <laughs> so they're fighting over the, the direction of this Kevin Smith segment because he wants it to be more dishy and, you know. Dish, honey. Celebrity gossip. What, like, what is this news magazine he's running? Is this just like a local, this just airs in Toronto? Uh, like, what is this? It might be like national. It might be national. You're probably right. Uh, but then Caitlin gets a call from a rep in LA who <laughs> wants to revive Ryan's planet. And she's thrilled. She is thrilled. Uh, so then when she gets home, she tells Joey the good news, but he seems less thrilled. He does seem less thrilled. Can I ask, but just before we go on to this, what is um the content of Ryan's planet? I, it seems to be about environmentalism, right? Yeah. Yeah. But does she, like, go and travel, like, around the world and look at stuff? Yeah. That's what the box set looks like. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think it's, like, Planet Earth meets, uh, like, <laughs> like a Werner Herzog documentary. Oh, wow. You think <laughs> she's going out and hanging out with Grizzly Man and stuff? Uh, well, I, I mean, maybe not that interesting, mm. but, you know. <laughs> she'll find someone to hang out with in the woods, and she'll make a documentary about it. You just wait. Yeah. Y- y- yeah. So, Joey's not happy, and she's like... Well, of course, I wouldn't dream of taking this incredible opportunity and leaving my beloved used car salesman husband <laughs> and his manic stepson and his daughter who is here still in the home that I paid for and the home that I bought. <laughs> um, so and then Craig and Caitlin join voice join forces to try to pitch Joey on Craig visiting England. Mm. Uh, and Joey's like. No, seems like a bad idea. I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, I mean, it's a little soon. Like this is a big adjustment for Craig. He well, should probably stay home for a while. I agree, but I also feel like don't you 
like, has anyone thought about, like, maybe this isn't what Ashley would want for your relate, like, uh, for your relationship? It's like, do you yeah. think maybe this is like she wants to have her own little adventure? I kind of bought it just because they aren't having these conversations with Ashley. They don't, they're not picking up on her cues. They just hear what Craig says, and Craig assumes that Ashley wants him to be there. Mm-hmm. So they just take him at face value on that, I think. I don't know. I just feel like someone like Caitlin should just be like, um, yeah, as a, you know, like, as, like, a, you know, a woman who's, like... As oh, a I, woman. As a woman. <laughs> uh, like, you know, she should have maybe some more, like, insight. But also, I don't know, I guess she doesn't know how relationships work at all, as yeah, demonstrated. Yeah. As demonstrated in these episodes. Um, I don't know. I can understand Joey's concern. I agree. I think it's not a good idea. Uh, and Craig handles it really well. Yes. Just kidding. No, he Very level-headed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he and this is the next time he gets, like, accused of, like... Being, off being his yeah, yeah, just keeps getting that accusation. He's Which like, must "Oh, be frustrating." Well, actually, that's not no. In this scene, he actually he doesn't. Joey doesn't say anything like that. He just assumes that Joey thinks he's like, "Oh, you think I'm too crazy to go to England?" Yeah, they already had one Jack the Ripper. <laughs> that was that was a really funny line. It's there's this uh mode that Craig gets into, like I guess when they want to demonstrate that he's like going off the rails a little bit, he'll just start saying funny, like little phrases like that. Just making strange references. I, I don't know if this is an accurate portrayal of bipolar disorder. I have no idea. I, I don't know much about, you know, the affliction. Like, I don't know if this is good representation or not. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't speak to the specifics. I mean, I've, I've like encountered mm-hmm. bipolar disorder in my life, but, um, you know, people with it, but like, uh, I don't know if this has like, eh, I don't know. I'm not sure about this depiction or not. It's just, it's hard for me to assume that it's a really accurate depiction just because it's Degrassi writers. And it's like, <laughs> you know, I see how they depict other things that I do understand and they're usually pretty off. So I'm like, I feel like this is maybe, you know, I don't know. If, if if anyone has any insight on this, maybe like DM us. I don't know. I'd be curious. Uh, we then see another scene from the movie featuring Paige and she's really bad in it, I, I guess. Paige is bad. Well, I don't think it's her fault. I think they gave her an accent. Like a weird well, accent. The, so that's the thing is like this scene reads... And this is, like, so often the case is, like, whenever, like, actors have to intentionally act badly, it just kind of comes across, like, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, bad, bad acting is what they call it, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, when people are, like, who can sing, they're, like, oh, sing badly. And so they, like, do it, like, comically badly. And it's, like, it just kind of doesn't, isn't really believable, you know? I agree. And it's also, like, I feel like a lot of the, the bad acting of the scene is just, like, first of all, like, how it's shot, because it's kind of shot... It's all... All of in these scenes are shot in the wide, which is, you know, that's comedy, is just three people, like, standing there, and no, no editing, no close-ups. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so, and then they have her, like, sort of, like, the blocking for her be kind of, like, awkward. It's very weird. And then they have her doing this, like, exaggerated voice, and so we're this like, oh, why, she's bad. This is why I think this is a TV movie. Like, <laughs> if this was in the era of streaming, this would definitely be, like, a pair paramount plus movie that's like an hour long <laughs> oh, that they commissioned, you know? oh yeah no this is definitely a streaming movie this is a streaming sure. movie this is actually the first streaming movie ever <laughs> <laughs> they just had it in production hell for like a decade yeah, yeah. they were like oh we don't have any streamers to put this streaming <laughs> exclusive on we've got to wait for netflix to be done being a dvd company <laughs> yeah that's right they were waiting uh so then caitlin shows up at the school to thank kevin for getting the la 
rep to call her since she like puts two and two together and she's like, I obviously know it was you who yeah. set this up. Uh, and honestly, that's nice of him. Yeah. It's also, I do think that it's cute and meta that Kevin Smith is a fan of Caitlin Ryan, like in universe, because mm-hmm. obviously that's the whole reason he's on the show is because he's a fan of, of Caitlin Ryan, of Caitlin Ryan, yeah. the character. Yeah, yeah. It's very funny to me. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's obviously just like if, okay, let me ask you this. Um, and I know you don't want to talk about this episode, so I think you'll have fun with this. Oh, I want to talk about this episode. I just oh, okay. hate it. <laughs> okay, well, I'm still going to ask you this. If you could write yourself into, like, oh, any God. show and, like, you get to kiss your crush, what's it going to be? Oh, oh, my God. Okay. Let's I might see. write myself into, like, Twin Peaks so I could make out with um, uh, Kyle MacLachlan. Mm. He's aging nicely. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, God. This is tough. Who are, like, my crushes on shows? <laughs> hmm, I don't know. Huh. I don't have, I don't have your dossier in I know, I, 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 I know, I'm trying to, th- I guess, like, all I can think of right now is, like, Degrassi. Who would I want to kiss on Degrassi? Um, I but, think it's safe to say... But that, it's, like, I'm me. Like, 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 like I'm a teenager, right? Yeah, Like, sure. can I be, like, teenage me? Sure. Or, or like, like, you're on the reboot, you right. know? You're on the reboot, so it's, like... And the, I'm, like, reuniting with one of the old cast members yeah. who's, like, older now. So yeah, I can so still... someone from Next Generation and they're hmm. our age now. <laughs> hmm. Oh, that's an interesting question now. Okay. Um, you know, I thought Drew was really cute. Drew was pretty cute. I'd go with, um, Sev. Oh, Sav, that's the right answer. Sav's hot. Yeah, that's the right answer. Yeah, Sav and, and he Ari. looks good. I googled him recently. Oh, he still looks, he looks great. great. Yeah, yeah, he's got it going on. Yeah. Um, okay, we we figured that one out. <laughs> yeah, I want to I want to have a better answer that's not Degrassi, but I don't have one on the ready, so I'll mm. think I'll mull it over. But I don't think that storyline would work because he's already dated a celebrity in universe. So I guess I could. Wait, so I'm, I'm a celebrity. In the show, in the show. No, I'm thinking for me. Because oh, okay. <laughs> if I go on there, I'm a big celebrity. <laughs> you're you know? the cameras. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you go to Degrassi to escape the paparazzi. Yes, exactly. Like... That's totally my. That's my in. Uh-huh. It's like I'm hiding out in this small town of Toronto. <laughs> it, this is your Notting Hill. <laughs> yes, it's, it's my Notting Hill. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so. Caitlin tells Kevin Smith, I, I'm on a full name basis with Kevin in, mm, this, sure. in this plot synopsis. I call um, him Kev. K. <laughs> K um, man. K dog. K dog. Uh, so Caitlin tells him that she uh, turned down the opportunity. And he's like, what? No. Doing these local puff pieces is beneath you. Which uh, is a wild thing to say. Uh, she does not take it well. Don't devalue your crushes career <laughs> yeah it's like i understand what he's like obviously it's kind of it's like a weird sort of neg it's like oh what you're doing now sucks you could do so much better than what you're doing now which sucks and he does do like a self-own where he's like you're interviewing degrade celebrities which she seems to take greater offense at that more than anything what yeah that was think the of, weird part that was a weird beat for i don't me. think that moment landed that that didn't work she was like like uh, i don't well, know she's like he says you're stuck here interviewing degrade celebrities and then she says what like you as if to say like oh so as if she's insulting him like saying you're a degrade celebrity like i didn't understand i the only way that i could sort of like make sense of it was that she was saying like oh i can see that you're being like obviously self-flagellating in a way that's like don't like page like don't humor me like don't patronize because he's like gassing her up and she's like you're obviously the bigger star than i am like what are you talking about does also does she interview celebrities is that something she does 
I've never <laughs> seen her do that. No, yeah, this is, yeah, she's been hosting TMZ this whole time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's in the what Harvey Levings like boardroom uh, uh, or whatever. Uh, um, no, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, she local heroes, which again, it's like Kevin Smith isn't a local hero. Yeah. So. This is so weird. This episode sucks. Also, I didn't realize Alanis Morissette was Canadian, but it, it makes sense. Yeah, why isn't she interviewing Alanis Morissette? That would be a bigger get. Well, maybe Alanis is only in for the day. She flew in and flew out. I mean, you know, she had to squeeze in time to make out with Jason Mewes. So. I think she, yeah, I think she got all her scenes done in one day, and then she also fucked Jason Mewes. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Busy woman. Yep. <laughs> uh, so then Caitlin shows up. Uh, back at work and she tells her uh, and her boss tells her that he's kicking her out of the editing suite because he wants the interview to be less about serious filmmaking and process and more about you know dishy Benefer shit. Yeah, this is Where's Benefer? <laughs> Tomas is going full queen in this scene. He is having a moment, he's having a hissy fit. Mm-hmm. Um Well, speaking of hissy fits, and then Kaylin Oh, is she like, sends it right back. She's like, I quit. You can't fire me. I quit. I didn't say I was going to fire you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's actually a funny, that's a funny line. Let's write that one down. Yeah, Put that one in a movie. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, did you have anything you want to say about that scene? Hmm. Anything else? No. You're just like, Tomas is such a fag. He was faggy. It was very faggy and I liked it. Uh, and it's the last time we ever see him, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. I'm surprised that we saw him this many times. He's one of those characters that's like, I'm surprised they even bothered to bring this actor back. Yeah, like they could have replaced him and I wouldn't, no one would have blinked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so meanwhile, Craig and Jimmy are hanging out at the theater, one of the only venues these kids hang out at yep. outside of school. And they're doing, did you notice in the background, they're only playing Kevin Smith movies? Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah, there's there's posters up for Clerks and I believe Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I mean, that kind of makes sense because they're like, oh, he's in town. Exactly, we'll do like yeah. a thing, <laughs> you know. So uh, I kind of I, I like that. Detail. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, and then Joey shows up because uh, he knows that they're at the theater, I guess. <laughs> and he's since had a change of heart and he just hands Craig tickets to England. He does hand him tickets to England. Because that's what you did thing. back in the day. You were yeah. like, here's this paper, this wad of paper. <laughs> this is your ticket. Does he even have a passport? <laughs> I guess so. He must. I mean, he says he mentions his passport. So. Okay. Um, so later, Craig shows up at Ashley's right before she's about to leave. And he tells her the good news. He's going to England, too. Yes. And she's and thrilled. She's so psyched. <laughs> uh, she's like, yay, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's she's not happy. Uh, no. And she, she says, I need to get away from you. I need to try new things, such mm. as different sizes of hats. Yeah. Uh, they're going to say, like, like different men. Uh, she's probably going to fuck some different men. Yeah. As she should. Yeah. She's, As is her right. I bet, she, you know, I, I was going to get too graphic. Let's continue. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I was just going to make a joke about British dicks, but I won't. Prince I won't. Alberts. No. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, no. So, Nothing like that. <laughs> uh, so Ashley tells him that she loves him, but she needs space. And then she leaves in tears. And this is the last time we see Ashley for a while. Well, this is definitely the end of her being a, a main character. And oh, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of sad because, like we talked about, this is maybe Ashley being her most likable this season. But she really only exists to support Craig. Like, she, she doesn't get to do anything terribly exciting in her final year. Kind of sad. It is. It's sad because we do, I mean, 
she's so integral to those first few seasons. She's the main character of season one, I would she's say. She's the main character of season, well, she kind of shares it with Emma. They're both, sure, like, sure. the main characters. And yeah. then... She's the main, um, like, eighth grader. <laughs> and then she's, like, a very important driver to a lot of, you know, the, the plots of the last two seasons. Yeah. Last three seasons, I guess. But, like, in this season, she really is just, like, Craig's supporting you know, band member. Yeah. Second so fiddle. It, it's, it's kind of sad. I really think Melissa McIntyre is a great uh, actor. Um, mm. I don't think she's always served well with like the material she's given, but I, I love her. God, imagine I, if we'd gotten like more messy <laughs> Ashley. That would have been fun. That she should have so stuck fun. around and just kept making weird decisions and style choices that make no sense. Like just have a different personality every week, Ashley. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, I will say, I think it's totally fair for Ashley to want to have her own adventure. Apart oh, from definitely. Craig. Yeah. Uh, but I do think it's, again, she brings up the like, are you off your meds? Which they I think is it. shitty. Yeah. You're stigmatized. You're making him feel weird. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. You're, yeah, it's, it's not good. Um, what do you think the driver in the car was thinking this whole time, like, while they were having this? Oh, I, I actually noticed it was Billy Ray Cyrus, and he, <laughs> and he was just sitting in there humming a little a little country tune. <laughs> and Ashley never made it to England. Nope. She's like... <laughs> nope. She's, like, in, like, a hostile situation. Yeah, he crashed He crashed the limo on the way. And, oh, dear. Uh, and he got arrested. Mm. Again. R.A.P. Um... <laughs> So we then see Caitlin and Kevin Smith having drinks together at the bar. And she's wasted. What did you think of her drunk acting? <laughs> uh, big swings. Yep. <laughs> bold, bold moves. Um, is it convincing? No. 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 Um, and she's like unloading her work drama on him. Yeah. Uh, and eventually she makes out with him. Yeah. Can I be honest? I really like the scene. I thought it was good. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah? When they finally kiss, like, it's, like, such a build-up, and it's, like, such a funny moment, because, like, you know they're not going to end up together. It's just, like... <laughs> no, that, no, they're endgame. <laughs> um, they are the OTP. This is, uh, yeah, this is my OTP. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, it's just, you immediately know it's, like, a funny, wild moment. Just, like, the, the Craig and Marco kiss, for example. It's very equivalent to that. And what really gets me, and I think about this all the time, is, like, Caitlin pulls away. She's just kissed him. She's, like, gathering up her stuff. She's like, oh, I have to go. And Kevin Smith just goes, oh, I, I'm sorry. I mean, that was awesome for me. Just, like, <laughs> the way he's just like, just so you know, that was that was great for me. <laughs> I mean, I think it's very nice that Degrassi could make teenage Kevin Smith's dreams come true. Yeah, it's moment. adorable. <laughs> like, <laughs> Honestly, fantasies come true. You wanted to kiss Caitlin Ryan when you were a teenager. Now you get to do it for real. He finally got to do it. And canonically, I think uh, he's her true love. <laughs> um, I will say, like, Kevin Smith... Even though I don't like this episode, he's so good in it. It's really great. That's what I'm talking he's about. Like so char. I will say I He's holding up this whole scene. Like, look, we love Caitlin, but I like her better when she's like in business lady mode. Th this lovey dovey thing never quite works for me. Mm. And Kevin is just he's really keeping it together, isn't he? <laughs> well, for now. For now. Uh speaking of I'm so sorry to go back, but I just I have to mention earlier in the episode Caitlin was wearing um a really wild lapel. Do you remember it? No. Oh. We have to get a picture of it. Mm. Mm. It was a really big lapel. <laughs> really? It was huge. Huh. 
So yeah, so Caitlin scurries out of the bar to go home after realizing that she just kissed Kevin Smith. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so back at Joey's, uh, Craig lies and says that Ashley is so excited about him going to England. Yeah, they're just like sitting on the couch together. It's like, it's it's a very awkward introduction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then Caitlin comes home and she's like still wasted. Oh, she's sloppy drunk. And she tells Joey she wants to marry him. Well, she goes up and she kisses him a bunch and she like tackles him on the couch. Yeah. I thought it would be really funny if Joey was like, oh, you taste like Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, this person. <laughs> what do you think Kevin Smith tastes like? Hmm. I feel like he, uh... Like, Rice Krispie Treats. Rice Krispie Treats? See, I was going savory. I was like, I feel like he tastes oh. like maybe deli meats. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. Well, I think he's from Jersey. I think that's what I'm going off of. Are <laughs> they known for their deli meats? I feel like deli meats are a very Northeast thing. <laughs> hmm. That's that's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Joey agrees. He does not detect any Kevin Smith upon her lips. Nope. So he's like, wow, great. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm sure this will end well for these two. Oh, boy. I mean, it, I'm sure, like, old-school Degrassi fans have big feelings about Joey and Caitlin potentially getting married. I feel... I feel yeah, not, Jaitlin. Jaitlin, as they're known. <laughs> yeah, I feel nothing. I, I don't care. Yeah, no. I mean, that's the problem, and we talk about this a lot, but, like, that's the problem with these, like, adult-centric episodes, is that it's, it, like... I, as someone who has not seen these earlier iterations of the show, I'm like, I don't have the same connection to these characters. Yeah, it's fan service. For and... for fans who aren't here. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> fans who are no longer with us. It's um, just so funny that as, like, 13-year-olds, we were, like, watching Caitlyn Ryan. <laughs> watching these full-grown adults, like, <laughs> have, like a, like, a drama unfold before our eyes. It's like, who is this for? <laughs> so, we then see Craig about to take his medication, but... Yeah. For the first time, he is not taking his meds. (laughs) (laughs) And he throws his meds away. He throws, yeah, he throws one down the sink. And then he, like, throws the rest of them, And he throws them all in the the garbage. In the garbage, which is not smart. You should do toilet, Craig. You gotta do toilet. Right. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because someone else will find those. They're gonna find them. Uh, Angie's gonna throw dick in there and eat them. Candy. Yeah. Great. Uh, So the next day, Joey and Caitlin see, uh, see Craig off. As he takes a cab to the airport. Or does he? <gasps> but once in the cab, he tells the driver, we're not going to the airport. There's been a change of plans. And then they go to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a great time. <laughs> and that's it. And then the cabbie gets out with him and they go on all the rides together. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening. Um, th- no, so then we get to be continued. To be continued. And I guess we'll be to continue. In- immediately. To be, yeah. <laughs> You get it. We'll be right back. So, part two opens with Spike getting Caitlyn ready in the makeup chair, since apparently they have also been recruited to work on this movie. Literally, Kevin Smith came to town and he was like, I don't have any locations, I don't have any crew, I'm just gonna find people around town to make this movie. I mean, that's nice. It's kind of nice, the power of community. It's nice. Um, So... I, I was also, it took me a while to realize it was Snake It's or Spike. I know that she is a hairdresser, so that's like kind of how I put it together. Mm-hmm. But her hair is a little different, and I just did it's not recognize long. her. Yeah. Yeah. And also, Kevin Smith calls her Christine. 
That, yeah, that doesn't happen very often. That's her name? Yeah, you didn't know that. No. When has anyone ever called her Christine? Ah, uh, like, well, I think, like, Snake calls her Christine whenever he's, like, getting on door. He's like, Christine. Christine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that. Yeah, it's like, uh, Yeah. Uh, so, Caitlin tells Spike that she and Joey are getting married. Yay. And then in a incredibly contrived interaction, like, D- Spike tells Kevin Smith the news as well. Like, do you yes. remember how this hap- how this plays out? It's really weird because I remember what I remember is then Spike like excuses herself to go tell Emma. <laughs> I don't remember what I don't remember. Like she's like, oh, I'm gonna leave, and then or or it's or what happened? So like Kevin Smith comes in and he's like, oh, I love seeing Canadian women. Oh, because they're hugging, cuddle. and he's like, oh, these two women who are friends are lezzing out for my pleasure. Yeah. That was which, not a Yeah, good so that's like Kevin weird. <laughs> and then Spike is like, well, we're both spoken for. And he's like, well, you may be spoken for, but Caitlin Ryan isn't spoken for. And she goes, well, actually, Joey just proposed to her. Also, you must have known she was dating Joey at least. That's the thing. He acts like he, like, did she, did he not know that Joey existed? Well, he must because he's such a big fan of Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It is, there is, just to back up to that for one second, I forgot to mention there's a line in like Mall Rats or one of the early ones where Jay and Silent Bob talk about getting stoned and watching Degrassi. So I'm like, if anyone from Degrassi ever like watched that movie, do you think like the world would give it on itself? <laughs> it would implode. Yeah, we'd be living in a paradox. Yeah. Um, that's funny. I'm sorry. Back to, uh, back to the episode. <laughs> I don't know. I just found this like conversation. I was like, none of this is how real people interact with each other. And we just had to get from point A to point B. Clearly, like he had to know that Caitlin's getting married and he's devastated by this news. Early on, I wrote that this is like probably my favorite adult subplot because like low bar obviously (laughs) but i'm like i think this is the one i like the best but then i realized it's only the scenes with kevin smith that are good like once it goes back to like joey and caitlin like i'm just like no thank you i mean i think it's terrible i just think kevin smith disguises the terrible just because he's like a performer because he's just he's he's just having a he's having a fun time he's having a blast and you can tell yes (laughs) like he is giving so much more than he needs to and honestly i love it so we then cut to Spinner, who is at the school at like night. When when are we at the school? In this the scene? scene was shot like a horror movie. It really was. I was so confused, and then because he's like he's like he's like walking around like the cast. I, like I, I think it's early morning. How okay, about early morning. Yeah. yeah, I knew it was like it's either late night or early morning. And Craig has and like I guess just woken up there, and it's like scrounging for food. Well, because well, Spinner finds a mysterious plate of eggs. <laughs> And he's like, Jay, are you there? And it's like... It's such a horror movie scene. He's like, guys, this isn't funny. <laughs> and then there's a hooded figure. And yeah. he's like, who are you? And then it's revealed to be Craig. Spinner's all, instinct is also, when he sees the hooded figure, his instinct is to tackle the person. I mean... That, I would let the person walk away from me. That seems safer. <laughs> I mean, that, I don't, is it? I don't know. I guess not. I mean, can't trust anybody in a horror movie situation, that, which we're clearly in from the angles and lighting. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Craig has apparently been staying at the school in secret, working on the song Much for like the movie. Parasite. He's living. Yeah, he's living very, in the walls. It's very parasite. He's in the boiler room. Yeah. Um, oh, is it the same boiler room? This boiler room's getting a lot of play. It's the same boiler room that uh, Mr. Owen Page were making out in. It's the sure. same boiler room where they wanted to go play cards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
And so Craig's like, don't. Wait, this is canonically interesting because remember, this is the boiler room that Emma was and Manny were snuck into by Craig. So Craig just clearly knows how to break into this boiler room. <laughs> this is like his passage. This is his school. hang. Yeah. 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 He loves this boiler room. Interesting. Uh, so Craig makes Spinner, you know, swear to like not rat him out. Um, and so Spinner in one of his classic malapropisms is like, my lips are steeled. Which is not like th- such a stretch, such a stretch. What a what a sweaty line. <laughs> he he wouldn't know what steeled means. Like that's not something. That's not a confusing saying. Like what else would? Oh, I hated that line. Let's yeah. I can't talk about how much I hate. This that is line. a very bizarre scene. Also. Yeah, it's pretty. It's weird. A, it's another in a long series of bizarre interactions in these two episodes. Um, also, how does Spinner? Because Spinner is like Craig. You're supposed to be in England. It's like, why did Spinner know that? I think he's probably been telling. Well, they are not on speaking terms. That's true. They're at not at this point. Why would he know? Maybe because that's the buzz on set is our music guy's about to leave There's, for England. Everyone's just like, oh, did you hear Craig's in England? <laughs> I, I mean, I guess. Alanis Morissette's like, oh, did you hear Craig's in England? Eh. That's how she talks. Oh, eh? <laughs> um, so later they're filming Caitlin's scene in the movie, and 36 takes later, she just cannot, for the life of her, get these three lines down. I will say that I agree that the character of Caitlin Ryan is probably a bad actor and would probably cave under pressure. So why was she cast? Because Kevin Smith wants to fuck her. That's true. Obviously. God, he's just like pulling out all the stops. He's like, I am giving your stepson a big, you know, role in this movie. <laughs> yes. I'm going to get you your old job back. <laughs> you can have a role in my movie. He's he, honestly like. He is so thirsty. Like curating a life for her. <laughs> yeah. I thought this was... I don't know, kind of creepy, honestly. It's a little it's a little much now that we say it all out loud. But I did think this scene was funny. Um, I liked her failing the lines. And what I really thought was funny was when um, he's like, I want anyone else to act in the movie. You, Slate Girl, you do the lines. And she's just like, do I get paid? <laughs> <laughs> I love Slate Girl. Yeah, and she, and she ate. Oh, yeah, and when you see her in the movie, she does a really good job. Yeah. Good job, Slate Girl. And so, yeah, so he gets frustrated with Caitlin and he fires her. Slate girl fills her fills in her role. And then um, and then Craig shows up out of the blue. Yes. Well, he's been living in the walls. And, right. But and then he, he just, comes like, out found the perfect chord or whatever. But then he comes out and he's like, hey, Kevin Smith, I'm taking the song in a new direction. I think you know, blah, 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 blah. And Kevin Smith is like, OK, whatever you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what just happened? And then Spitter pops up and it's like Kevin Smith. And it's like, oh, my God, where is the AD to wrangle all these people? Well, it's, it's JT and he's a child. So that's the main <laughs> issue. Did you notice how green those bananas are? Those are not ready they to were, be eaten. I know. And he took one of them. He, <laughs> he was like, did. And I was like, that, sir, you're going to wait like at least 24 hours. We also skipped over probably my favorite overall Kevin Smith moment. It's when he's like yelling at Caitlin as she's like leaving the set. And he gets all flustered and he's like, you're a TV celebrity. Oh, uh, oh she's gone. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that was a yeah. really funny line. He's great. He's very good. He's the us. best actor ever. Uh... I don't know. I'm just like, I was baffled by this. Again, the sequence of events. I was like, what is going on here? Yes. Uh, but so, then Spinner, you know, Spinner knows. Kevin Smith knows. Everybody knows that. That, Kev, that Craig is um, living in the boiler room. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then Spinner apparently lets Joey know as well. Mm-hmm. And so they show up uh, while Craig is in the boiler room. Um, and Joey takes him home where he then berates Take Caitlin. 
share. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. But that's not what Craig would say because he didn't want to go home. So no. that doesn't apply here. No. My bad. Uh, so when they get home, Joey starts berating Caitlin and blames her for Craig and Ashley breaking up. Yeah, I just wrote down, Joey, you're coming in hot. <laughs> and then he blames her her for Craig being a stowaway at Degrassi because, because she supported him going to England. He's this like, is this is all, all on you. Yes. The, what a horrible couple. Um, <laughs> how about, how about you two break up? <laughs> That's my suggestion. And then Angela's response to this is... And, <laughs> Angela's so used to this. She's, <laughs> she's like, chill as a cucumber. And she says, okay, we're going upstairs. And she <laughs> takes Craig and guides him by the hand upstairs. Which is adorable. I really thought I thought was it was funny. so cute. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Maybe my favorite moment in the whole episode. Maybe probably my favorite Angie moment ever. She, she did a great job with that scene. <laughs> she's just living in such a dysfunctional household. She's just like, this is just Tuesday, I guess. Is um, Angie on the show ever again? <laughs> Uh, in a form? <gasps> like the Holy Spirit? Do you know what Spirit? that means? Do you know what that means? <laughs> no. Oh, well, you'll see. Okay, we'll find out. Uh, so, Joey and Caitlin uh, continue their very tedious back and forth. Mm. Uh, so I do think... I didn't like this, yeah. No, I thought this was terrible. Um, but I do think he's right that obviously going to England was a bad idea. Uh, and if Caitlin had a brain, maybe she would have realized that this wasn't... If she had a brain. If she had a brain. You're talking like Joey right now. I'm just saying she didn't. She was like, oh, yeah, I think like you following Ashley to England. That sounds like a great idea. And it's like, no, it it actually doesn't on the face of it. They didn't have a talk with Ashley. They assumed that Ashley was down because otherwise, why would Craig suggest this? They're not thinking that far. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I bought it. But the scene did suck. <laughs> well, but then Joey also makes it about Caitlin quitting her job somehow, which this well, argument made no sense. Well, it is also weird that this her quitting her job has only just now been acknowledged. Like if he knew about it, he's not like he just found out. But this is the first time that they're acknowledging the fact that she is currently unemployed. Yeah. And then <laughs> what my favorite part of this is, you know, Caitlin goes off to find solace in none other than Kevin Smith. And I'm like, why have you gotten so close with this man? You did one interview with him. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, she shows up at his at his trailer at night. Why is he tears. living in his trailer, by the way? <laughs> Go to your hotel room. <laughs> he has a trailer. What's wrong with having your trailer? I just think it's funny that he's, like, living on set. <laughs> Much like Craig. Um, so she shows up to his trailer, and she's like, you're the only person I want to talk to. And That's I'm like, That's what's crazy about it. I'm like... Girl, you have friends, right? <laughs> go talk to Spike. <laughs> yeah, go she talk. She knows your life. <laughs> I know Spike sucks, but like you seem to like her, so yeah. why not talk to Spike? Someone has to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just in- insane reaction from her. Um, yeah, things start moving really fast at this point in the episode, because then like I, we don't see Craig sneak out, right? We don't see Craig sn- even sneak out of the house. Next time we see Craig, he is back on the street because I guess... Is this just the same night? He just left? Yeah. That's yeah. so weird. So I guess Joey and Caitlin were too busy trading blows to yeah. even pay attention to the fact that like the part of the reason they're fighting, he is just like wandered out That's of the house the, again. That is very funny because they're arguing about like taking good care yeah. of Craig and, and he then, just like <laughs> sneaks out the window or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then he joins a street musician named Skinny Skinny. as they play for tips. I want to talk about this scene for like the rest of the episode. So (laughs) what I think is funny is Skinny introduces himself not by saying my name is Skinny. He just says Skinny and Craig somehow knows that this is his name. If someone just said Skinny to me, I would be like, what are you talking about? Are you calling me Skinny? Well, doesn't he like 
like shake hands or like gesture or something. Like- Maybe. Okay, sure. So I'll let that one go. I just thought it was weird. What I think is funny is Craig plays one chord and people are just like hurling, all of a sudden are hurling change. And people love a white guy with a guitar, I don't yeah. know what to tell you. He's, like wags. He, he's giving like John Mayer vibes right now. It's not that cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is this episode? It's so strange. It's just, I, I, I okay. Uh, so back on set, <laughs> we see them filming the prom scene mm-hmm. with Manny as Apollonia. Yes. And she's dancing with Jay. And Caitlin thanks uh, Manic Pixie Dream Kevin Smith for uh, the pep talk from the night before. Yeah, Kevin Smith is a real Zoe Deschanel quality on camera, doesn't he? <laughs> he sure does. Um, and then Canadian ninjas burst onto the scene to wreck the prom. Look, this is great for so many reasons. It's just so absurd. It does seem like something that would happen in a Jay I was Silent going Bob to movie. ask you, is this like a normal thing in, in Jay and Silent Bob movies? So, like, I would say, like... This is not something that would happen in Clerks or Chasing Amy, but this is something that would happen in, like, Dogma or... He has movies that are, like, more down-to-earth, and then he has, like... Mm -hmm. Anything where Jay and Silent Bob are the star is going to be more absurd. So I do think there would be ninjas. What's he called? Like the Askewniverse or something like that? The View Askewniverse. The View Askewniverse. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Which this... I guess Scream 3 is part of. I guess so. Um, But what I liked about it is they're, like... Sh- you're seeing them shoot the scene and then we're in the, we're in the movie Mm -hmm. and then the movie is then broken by Joey coming on stage. And then like, we're back in reality. And it really reminded me of once upon a time in Hollywood. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Like the scene with DiCaprio, like forgetting his line. It was like very much that vibe. (laughs) I love how you just compared uh, this episode of Degrassi to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I That's guarantee real, you. It's a real Tarant- galaxy brain. I guarantee you Tarantino saw this episode. He's <laughs> he, a big Kevin Smith fan. <laughs> he, he was taking notes. Yes. Uh, yeah, so Joey wanders onto the scene looking for Caitlin. Like, he's just like... <laughs> <laughs> Which is a funny thing to do, to wander onto an active movie set. <laughs> where's, where's, my, where's my girlfriend? Where's my girlfriend? girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Where are the PAs on this set? It's JT. Where is JT? <laughs> he's probably, I don't know, hanging out with Liberty. Oh, my God. He's smooching. Uh, so then... Uh, Eventually, Joey finds Caitlin, and he tells her that Craig has run away again. Yeah, I don't know how, I don't know when they realized he had run away. I don't know when this is This is, is like, time. the next day, so it's, like, did they not He's talk? been gone all day. Well, he's been gone, like, all night. They knew he was off his meds. Why weren't they keeping, like, very close eye on him? It's, it's so bizarre. Um, so, we then cut to Skinny and Craig, uh, and Skinny gets the brilliant idea to steal from someone. This, this is that, um... Anchorman meme of well that that escalated quickly. <laughs> yes, this is so insane. Yeah, they played one little concert on the street together, and now and now Betty they're crime. yeah yeah Betty crime and Craig's like no don't and don't then, skinny <laughs> and then skinny beats the shit out of Craig he really fucks him up and then steals his guitar. I felt bad. I honestly. I cried. No, you didn't. I did. Oh my god! Well, I was invested in this episode. Well, I don't know why. It's our little. It's our little boy. <sighs> our little baby boy. Well, he's out on the street. He's, play, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. He's not. He's not built for this. You know, he needs to be home and safe. <laughs> he 
should have just, I don't know, Angela should have made him like a cup of hot cocoa or don't something. Don't blame Angela. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, she's the only one looking out for him. You're like Joey, you're just looking for someone to blame. <laughs> uh, so Kevin Smith uh, drops by the Jeremiah household mm-hmm. and he asks to help them find Craig and then like... On the fly, they arrange a PSA starring Kevin Smith. Is it live? Like, I couldn't... Like, is he just on the air and it's like a telethon? Like... I don't know. Or did they record it and it's like airing multiple and times? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's... I. I, I don't know. And Joey and Caitlin have helped arrange this PSA. Joey's in the PSA. Um, <laughs> and then this PSA is playing on TV at the soup kitchen where Craig is hanging out. Yeah, what channel do you think this is? I guess it's just like the news channel, and they just have that on at the soup kitchen. Yeah, th- th- they love they love that. And you know, maybe this would be the case with someone who's off their meds, but Craig has not wiped any of the blood off of his face. <laughs> no, he looks He's... comically destitute. It's been one day, right? I mean, I guess he fits right in at the soup kitchen. Yeah, um... it's a very hair. It's honestly pretty harrowing. I felt really bad for our little boy. So little Craig. <sighs> So then, little baby Craig. <laughs> uh, then Kevin Smith, while, you know, in the midst of all this, like you know, uh, fear about where Craig is, uh, Kevin Smith is like, "Well, this is my one last chance to kiss Caitlyn again," mm-hmm. and he tries to make his move, but then he's interrupted by the big reveal: JT as <laughs> the one PA on this movie. What? He is a child. You need you need trained people on your production team. I'm just going to leave it at that. We've talked about it the whole episode because it was so distracting. I had to call it out at the beginning. JT should not have this job. It makes no sense. I mean, clearly he's not good at it. I mean, we've, no. we've seen how this production this is This set fared. is chaos. Yeah. And everyone is going to have a Me Too story about Jason Mewes. I think there's going to be horror stories <laughs> oh about God. this straight-to-streaming Jay and Silent Bob Oh, movie. God. <laughs> <laughs> so we then cut back to the soup kitchen where Joey is finally reunited with Craig, who is at this point in a deep state of mania. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like, where's my guitar? I lost my guitar. Yeah. Again, I don't know if this is an authentic portrayal or not, but um, Jake Epstein is very committed. So I buy it for that reason. <sighs> yeah. You yeah. think you know, he's good. I'm just very exhausted by this, these two episodes. Sure. Fine. So, Let's wrap it up. We've got like three scenes left. So later, Joey has brought Craig back home and he and Caitlin still can't help but fight. Mm. Uh, and ultimately, they realize that this relationship isn't working and that they can't get married. Maybe you shouldn't marry the person you were dating in high school. Maybe so. Just a thought. Maybe you should have stuck with Sydney. She would. So, she, Sydney would not have let this shit fly. No, I agree. <laughs> Sydney would have figured out what was going on much sooner. Sydney would have had her eye on Craig. Yeah, she would have had Craig on lockdown. But here's the here's the issue: is I don't think Sydney would allow Craig to take medication. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> because she's like a weird like. <laughs> she would be like, just drink the celery thing. juice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta get the toxins out, Craig. <laughs> just gotta flush your flush your toxins. Yeah, she was like. Let me put this jade egg up your rectum. (laughs) (laughs) What happens next? (laughs) So, back at the school, they film the final scene of the movie. The graduation scene. Because as we all know, films are always filmed in in order. That's how you do it. That's right. Also, there was so many other sets that he listed in the previous episodes that we covered where he was like, "There's, we need a factory, we need this, we need that. It seems like most of the movie was at the school. Well, this is just all we saw. 
I know, but I'm saying like the the first scene we. I mean, it's and possible. the end scene. It seems like the arc is at the school, and he didn't have a school when he got to Toronto to shoot this movie. Well, you know, maybe he. <laughs> no wonder he filmed... has kids working for him. Like he's a mess. Well, maybe he'd already filmed all the scenes that were not shot at the school. Okay, sure. Before this, before these two episodes, perhaps the school is a framing device for broader Canadian adventures. And that's just sort of like, you know, we're, we're mm-hmm. going to the school to check in throughout mm-hmm. the progress of the movie. Okay, fine. Yeah. Fine. So, uh, it's the big graduation scene, complete with Canadian flags adorning every inch of the set. It's so funny how much Canadian bullshit they put in the background. And I love, there's a running gag sort of in the background of these scenes where you just see, like, Canadian props. Like, you see, like, a prop master, like carrying a, a, a taxidermied beaver. Yeah. You see just a big igloo at one point, just in the foyer of the school. There's yeah. just like a plastic yeah. igloo. It's very funny. You see a, um, uh, what, what, what are they? The, the horseback. Uh... The horseback? Oh, the Mounties. Mounties. The yeah. Mounties. Yeah. 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 You yeah, see yeah. some Mounties for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I also thought it was funny. This is just was early in the episode, but. Does uh, ACAP Kevin... include Mounties? <laughs> uh, I mean... Are they cops or like rangers? <laughs> you know, I think I like it to, to... It's a blurry line. It's a gray area, right? Gray area. Um, we'll check in with the Mounties. We'll get back to you. <laughs> I do think it was funny. This is early in the episode, but Kevin Smith was like, oh, I didn't realize that it was a maple leaf and not like the wacky tobacco. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, because Jay loves weed. Yeah. That's one thing we know from the movies for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then outside, uh, Joey. Oh, no, wait. Oh, wait, sorry. No, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. So, OK, they wrap up shooting. They're done. They're done. Finally. The production Emma from gets hell. to be in it. She doesn't get to have any lines. No, it's just like throws her cap. <laughs> she up. throws her cap, and she didn't do a great job. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> not a, not an actor. That you're one. like it's all in the wrist, girl. <laughs> um, so Caitlin tells Kevin that she decided to take the job in L.A. after all. Good, live your own life. Good for her. Ryan's world. We'll see you on uh, HBO Max. Ditch these children. They're clearly not invested in you at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then outside, Joey breaks down in tears in front of Craig over Caitlin leaving. Evan, I cried. <laughs> I actually thought this was actually kind of sad. I, Joey really got me in this scene. He, I don't want to see Joey sad. I don't want to see Craig and Joey sad. I was like, like, his delivery seems very, I was like, this is definitely like a man crying. This is know? like a dad crying. Yeah. It and he's like, it's like, like, it's very uncomfortable. It's but very also, uncomfortable. <laughs> like, but also very real. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Good yeah. job, past Pat Mastriano or whatever your name is. Yeah, I think that's close enough. Yeah, good acting. <laughs> uh, and then the episode ends with Kevin Smith leading a toasted Degrassi as Caitlin and Joey exchange glances from across the room. They do. Uh, so this episode is considered by some the jump the shark moment of Degrassi. Uh, and I will reiterate my opinion that it's a jump the good moment. You think? I think it's really good. Really? <laughs> they, they jumped to a good thing. Well, this is one of the most memorable arcs in Degrassi history. It's so rare that we get like a three or a two or three episode arc. And this was a three episode arc with the whole Kevin Smith plot line. It's probably the best Degrassi cameo ever. That's probably true. Yeah, it's great. I loved it. I prefer when he comes, well, he comes back next season. For He does? Yes. <gasps> he does. Yeah, that's probably they my... They couldn't get rid of him. <laughs> well, I prefer that appearance for because it's less embedded in, he's less essential to the plot. I feel like the fact that he is so essential to the plot is kind of 
throws it off for me. Do you think that Kevin Smith took a cue from this episode and just started living on set like Craig did? <laughs> and that's why he's in season five also. <laughs> they found him living in the walls. Perhaps. They're like, Kevin, you gotta go. <laughs> but let me do one more scene! <laughs> uh, I also think this is where we really reach like Craig overload yeah. is with this, this episode. But going forward, this is kind of the end of him being the main main boy he's still got some big arcs ahead but Mm. uh spoiler alert for next season um the hbo max kept playing and i still call it hbo max and i will forever hbo max kept playing (laughs) and uh i saw the first scene from season five and there's a new boy in town and he's gonna start taking up a lot of the screen time so this does feel a bit like a, a turning of a page here well, a, a page it's, it's, okay. You said it the first time. <laughs> That's true. Um, so I don't know, but it's, it's weird. Cause like, obviously this is like a Craig episode in a way, but also the Craig parts kind of feel undercooked. Yeah, actually. Like, like it's just a rehash of earlier plot lines this season with Craig. I actually agree. There's, there's really no new ground being broken here. He's lovesick about Ashley. He's dealing with his mental illness dealing with it badly yeah Goes, it's just yeah it's just it feels like we're sitting all the same beats yeah it's it's definitely like going for shock factor i agree the the last third of this episode was bad i agree but, with you and it's also such and again i've said this before and i'll well maybe i won't say it again <laughs> i think this might be one of the last like really alum centric like adult centric episodes I think so. but they just rarely work for me because again it's like this isn't what this isn't what this show is about. It's not about these guys anymore. It's about the kids. Yeah. So does this episode go there? I mean, I guess he got the shit beat out of him, right? And... I think I it went there. I mean, I wish it went a lot of places that I wish I hadn't gone. It, it got there. <laughs> it, it went there with like sexual harassment and like the Hollywood film industry. It went there with. <laughs> It went there with a lot of stuff. It went places I didn't intend for it to go. It went there with, like, Kevin Smith being, like, a weird, like, manipulator who's, like, trying to, like, craft this life around Caitlin Ryan so that he can control her like a puppet master. (laughs) That's what directors are like, Evan. They're just trying to direct people's lives. That's what Alfred Hitchcock did. Mm Mm-hmm. And Kevin Smith. And Kevin. Just like Alfred Hitchcock, Hitchcock and Kevin Smith. The two. The two. The preeminent directors. <laughs> the two touchstones of American cinema. Uh, what did you learn today? Hmm. Let me gather my notes. Let me think about this. Uh, what did I learn today? Today, I learned that um, if you want to, you can go live in the walls and you don't need to bring a change of underwear because I don't think he did. I think he was just going to wear those clothes forever. Oh, those el- underwear were so yellow. They were they were screaming yellow. <laughs> <laughs> he had Joe Boxer. Yeah. Did Joe Boxer sponsor this episode? <laughs> Saw a lot of Joe Boxer in this episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I guess that's what I learned. <laughs> so if you're get- I guess what I learned is if you're going to go live in the boiler room, bring a couple changes of clothes. That's mm-hmm. what I learned. Mm-hmm. What did you learn today, Evan? I learned that being a street musician is not a lucrative occupation. $3.83 or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. After like a whole day of strumming. Not good. Doesn't pay the bills. Um, Did did they get all of it? Like two people gave them money like within five seconds of him strumming. Yeah. Two people gave him $1 and then they were like, oh, this isn't, this is like all just this one chord. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I learned what an eaves trough is. Eaves trough. Yeah. Vocabulary. We're learning things about Canada. Well, 
Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Oh, yeah. I feel like the, we need a little bit of ceremony here. This is the end of season four. This is the end of season four. We're going to take a little a little wee break. We here in America, I know you Canadians don't understand this. We have a we have a Thanksgiving holiday coming up. Your well, Thanksgiving is, is in, in October. October, which is weird. That's so weird. We think it's that's weird. Halloween time. That's that's not when to do Thanksgiving Canada. What are you thinking? But we're going to have our Thanksgiving time coming up and we're just going to have that be an opportunity for us to take a couple weeks off. We will We have Christmas. We have Christmas as well. I've got to go watch that Christmas two-parter about <laughs> Caitlin and Joey that I <laughs> God, watch every the, year. The holiday classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, we're going to come back early next year, probably January. And uh, as promised, you're going to get some sort of Degrassi content on my YouTube in between then and now. And in the meantime, you'll be in our thoughts and hearts. Yes. Um, if you'd like to rate us on Apple God, blah, 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 on, on Apple, Apple Pod- Podcasts, <laughs> <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, please do. If it's five stars, only five star only reviews. Only five star reviews here. Uh, thank you to producer Brent Flyberg. We love Brent. Thank you so much, Brent, for doing your producing. And um, I don't know anything else you want to sign off with. No. <laughs> we'll see you next year. <laughs> uh, yeah. Happy Happy New Year. Happy Happy New Year. <laughs> Bye, everyone. package delivered oh are you expecting a package no maybe it's for you <laughs> no. go see. boobage here we come oh hi baby